G'day guys and welcome back to the Montana Project. This week, episode 30, we sat down with Jackson Tibbet. Uh, we discussed his past use of steroids and being in the gym scene and just real raw, honest chat from himself about how it affected him both mentally, physically, emotionally and uh, yeah, it was a fantastic chat, not something I knew too much about uh, but it was really good just to hear his side of it how it affected him and um, some advice he'd have for other people. He also has an online coaching business as well as his own podcast called I Am Me Podcast. So if you want to go check that out, uh, I'm sure he'd really appreciate that. But other than that, enjoy the chat. Yeah, we yeah, started. We're on. We're yeah. on. We're live. <laughs> I was um I was listening to your, the podcast with Cooper Chapman today oh, yeah. on the Good Human Factory. Yeah. Um, and it was cool how you guys are talking about changing your mindset from being so competitive and trying to beat everyone to wanting to help people succeed. Yeah. And obviously, you're helping us out by jumping on our podcast. And was this the one where he hosted me? Yeah, correct. Because yeah, I've yeah. just gone back. Like five days ago, and I hosted yeah. his story. Oh, did you? So nice. I haven't dropped it yet, but oh, um, okay. it's cool because like there's just we talk a lot about gratitude, obviously, and just yeah. um, just so many things. You know what I mean? Like I love doing podcasts because you just get so much. If you have the right guests on, you get so much like good information. You learn so much mm-hmm. off each individual, and not only that, like um, when you get the message out there and you're getting all the good feedback, it's like man, it's the best feeling. Yeah, you know what I mean mm-hmm. so. Your um your one with Olivia was amazing. I listened to that Olivia, the other day. Arizolo, the sleep on mine. Yeah, yeah. Which one? Because I've done two. Oh, with sorry, her. the first one. So not not the sleep based one, not the the bulimia and the sleep the, one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. man. Honestly, she's like top chick, and like even that, like when I was doing that at home, because I was back in Noosa when I was recording that, and I was like, I was sitting there while she was talking. I was like literally taking notes. Because it was just a, it was a, a Zoom. Yeah, yeah. And I was just like, the stuff she was saying, I was like, yeah, like it is so simple, but also like if you implement it, it's like so, like it works, you yeah. know what I mean? And like I've implemented a few of those things and like as everyone knows, if you have a bad sleep, everything else goes off. Yeah. So if you can nail that sleep, it's almost like you're a high performer, you know what I mean? So yeah it's it's cool like the thing the thing that baffled me was those those two stats the um 70 percent increase in cortisol yeah that was just amazing so cortisol is the like a hormone that Ho- yeah so cortisol is a hormone that will um controls all your like regulates your stress and stuff yeah hey? and it'll actually what it'll do is it'll make you hold a lot of water in inflammation gotcha. so mm-hmm. like i deal with cortisol with my clients so like if you want to try lower cortisol as much as you can because you know it's just gonna cause stress inflammation and make you hold water weight yeah so it's like yeah that's a massive thing in itself and um but yeah there was so many little key points but the one that i was like really interested in was um undersleeping i mean sorry oversleeping is actually worse than Mm. undersleeping and i never Mm. knew that because like you know we talk about it your typical monday to friday workers they, they usually get up early. They're a little bit wrecked by Friday night. So then what do they do? They don't set an alarm Saturday and Sunday. And then they sleep like hectic. Like some people, you know what I mean? You hear it like they sleep for 12 hours. Mm. But then it's like you're having this five days of restricted. And then you're having two days of oversleeping. And it's actually worse for you than just mm. having a medium path throughout the seven Which days. Which is strange really. Because you'd think that like... <clears throat> You'd think you could play catch up to a yeah. certain degree. Well, that's mm. that's what everyone does. Yeah. I used to do it myself. I was like, I'm that tired. I'll just play catch up and yeah. get those hours for what I lost. But it makes it worse. So yeah. it's really interesting. Yeah. It's similar to like the food, how everyone eats so good Monday to Friday. Yeah. And then 100%. weekend just yeah. binge and go back to it. And then they go, they go, oh, I'm eating so well, which they are. But as you know, like even just one or two meals can like stuff your week up and then they mm. go why am I losing weight and it's crazy hey yeah, so, yeah. this is uh, Alex by the way <laughs> hey brother how are you <laughs> yeah um, good yeah I think the habit thing the habit side of it for me is the fact that even eating something because I'm a shocker for it, I love getting to the weekend and then going to the cafe or whatever yeah. and that sort of thing but it 
it starts off that trend of like, oh, well, I'll have something, takeaway for dinner or whatever. And you yeah. just like lose complete motivation. Monday to Friday's all right, but yeah. same with the, fit, the sleep. Like if I'm not sticking to that like regimented schedule yeah. sort of thing, yeah. Routine is pretty important. And mm. I say that with, you know, everything like routine, not just in fitness, but, you know, your work-related stuff. Like if you're out of routine, everything's just out of whack. Mm. You know what I mean? So... Mm. yeah what's your what's your day today like because i know you mentioned on the phone earlier um mornings are usually pretty busy for you or you seem pretty busy in general but so a typical day yeah yeah um man it's it's different every day like it's it's yeah so it depends how in depth you want me to go like from from waking up obviously uh, implementing olivia's notes that you've taken that so waking up um so wake up um and then I'm just trying to think what I do. <laughs> um, so yeah, I wake up and then I, oh yeah, I go straight to the, the bathroom. Um, obviously do my skincare, shower, all of that. And then after that, I look in the mirror. I don't know if you've heard, but I do my affirmations. Yeah. Um, so just one little one that I do is like, um, just look at myself and just say like, you're worthy. Um, you know, you're beautiful. You're loved. Um, you have a reason to be on this earth. Gee, kind of like those things you know what i mean Mm. but really mean it and just look in there and that like sets my self-confidence for the day and makes me kind of believe in myself if that makes sense Mm. and then i go down and i have like a morning drink um, which is like more of like a gut cleanse um and that consists of like so many things i got all my clients on that um because i believe like how you speak to yourself and then what you put in your body first thing and then the next thing i go do is i go out for an hour walk so those three things like if you can tell yourself you're you know you're beautiful and then you put the right nutrition in your body to get the day started because it's just been fasting and then you go out and you exercise for endorphins and listen to a podcast or something like you've ticked three massive boxes you know what i mean Mm. and that in itself is something that 90 percent of the population don't do so and then they they come back to us and they're like what i'm depressed or Mm. you know i'm taking this medication it's like it's just simple things like you know what i mean like you need to look at the the habits of what you're doing on a day-to-day basis um not just like oh i'm feeling down there's a reason you're probably feeling down you're filling yourself with junk junk food you know you're you're taking drugs you're smoking you're on antidepressant drugs like and then everything's out of whack so exercise is crazy man like it's it's changed my life like it's changed my life for the bad before you know with the steroids and trying to chase the image yeah. but mm. now it's like i'm doing it in the right way and it's like it's just changed my my life in terms of my mindset and my my mental clarity and how i think and the endorphins you know what i mean so that's that's that and then usually after that walk i just get into like client work like it can be it's it, a lot of it's on my phone it's replying to people phone calls with brands organizing podcasts all of that is like what I do from literally when I wake until I go to bed. Mm. But it's just sparingly. Like I, I don't have like a set routine. Yeah, I'll go on my phone for a bit and then I'll stop and then I'll go back on. And then it's either in the afternoons, it's either a photo shoot with a brand that I've organized or it's like a podcast like this. Um, and yeah, man, then just emails and stuff again and head to bed. You know what I mean? Mm. So it's just, it's pretty regimented and um you know i probably look at my phone too way too much like i only put it down probably for one hour of the day mm-hmm. when i train yeah um and then people go oh you you live in the life like it's you know your work's not even hard you know what i mean you get those mm-hmm. haters and it's like do you actually want to do what i do for a day like it's not physically taxing like yeah. i used to be on the tools but i guarantee if you're looking at your phone day in day out you know for majority of the day and you're just constantly replying and you're going to be mentally drained Mm. like and you do that for years without a break and then people you know people don't realize how much goes into social media and they just they just see the end product like they'll just Mm. see you know a 30 second clip of us Mm. talking and they'll they don't see the hour behind it they they just see the, the the end photo on a photo shoot they don't see the two hours and 2,000 shots you took to get that. You know what I mean? So people need to respect the the grind. It's just different. Do you know what I mean? So, yeah. Mm. yeah it's, that's what you, typical. We, ha- we had the chat with um, Bill, or, yeah, a couple of weeks ago. Yeah. And 
he had a really interesting perspective about fame and all that sort of stuff. And he's like, man, like people that want to be famous, I don't understand yeah. what it, not, not so much what it takes, but what's involved with it. Yeah. Um, and we got onto the topic of like people coming up and like saying good day. And he's like trying to work out if he knows them and all that sort of stuff. And then like with the um, sheer profile you have like through Instagram, that sort of thing, like it must be tremendous. Like obviously, being grateful for that as well but yeah like the the actual work that goes into trying to get back to people like even trying yeah. to tee up a meeting today and that sort of things back and forth and working around schedules yeah what do you mean by when you said bill um like what does he think of fame like what he he sort of spoke to it as like it's not all what it's cracked up to be a lot of people think they'd love to be famous but oh 100 percent. Yeah. yeah like i even it's it's like they even look at us, for example, I jumped on the other day and did that story and I was like, um, like I woke up with no ambition, no drive, like I'm almost like suicidal. Like mm-hmm. I, And then people message me, they're like, oh, he's happy 24-7. It's like, it's not like that's just what people put on their, it's like a highlight reel. So that's what I say. Majority of like influencers or celebrities, you're just seeing the highlights. You're just seeing the best parts. Mm. You're not seeing all the downside. Do you know what I mean? And I think we, we we all just suffer the same. Do you know what I mean? If, if you if you have a number of a following, um, and you don't have a number, like it, it doesn't mean anything. Do you know what I mean? It's just in terms of the business. It doesn't mean just because I have over hundred k, mm. I'm a different person. Mm. I hang around with people with no, no social media. Do you know what I mean? So like, I think you have to be genuine and authentic, and that's what I'm trying to do. Get back to everyone. Um, you know, show my love to everyone and like if someone compliments me I give them my time but you find with a lot of big end people that they they start to do the opposite they start to get an ego and think they're too good and man it's such a turn off you know what I mean mm. like it's nothing worse than ego mm. yeah. so yeah it's not all that's made up to me but yeah, yeah. do you want to um, touch on your story with steroids because obviously yeah. it's it's unfortunate like how it all panned out but it's quite good that you came yeah. at the other end of it and you now you're a platform where you can help people and yeah. educate people really but and yeah with the fact of how raw and honest you've been so far like yeah it's definitely connecting with people so mm. yeah i'm getting a lot of feedback about it but um yeah i don't as i said i don't regret it because it's made me who i am today yeah. um mm. everything happens for a reason but yeah i just i basically started gym just when i was like finishing high school um, just based off the crowd I was hanging with and just got like really into it. Hey, like I was just like, oh, seeing a little bit of results and I was like, Fuck, this is cool. You know what I mean? Like, mm. you know, you start to get a compliment from a girl or something. It's like, okay, like, well, let's do this more. And then, yeah, just out of nowhere, just, just wanted to start steroids just because why? Because they obviously work at a faster rate and at the end of the day i'm not going to lie my goal was to look the best i could and i was like well if i can do this in say half the amount of time i'm going to do it i don't care what i put in my body i don't i don't even care what happens to me because all i care about is how good i look mm. and that's just the mm. straight facts but then yeah so i started using them um yeah it was amazing you know what i mean like everything that i read and heard i was getting i was getting strong getting lean recovering fast felt really good and then i just didn't think about anything else like i didn't think about how i was treating people i didn't think about my internal health um all i thought about was how lean and big can i get and that 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 was it like it was crazy man but yeah look back at it now and it was crazy but then you know as the years went on i just i got so addicted where the point where i try to actually stop it and I, I couldn't stop it because I was like, I just felt so much worse. Do you know mm. what I mean? Like, as soon as I got off it, I was like, my libido went down and then um, like body dysmorphia, my strength went down in the gym. And I was like, fuck, I don't want to feel like this. I'll just stay on it. So I just didn't get off it for six years, which is crazy. Um, like any drug, many side effects come if you abuse them. And yeah i suffered pretty hard like down the track with health related issues family family related issues um hadn't really no friends no no job at one point um 
yeah, it was just crazy, man. And then, you know, obviously wasn't even thinking right and actually got caught with them three times, um, like my own personal use. And then went through all the court system and didn't, didn't go to jail. And that, that was kind of like that. And the fact that my parents were just so heartached and it was tearing them apart. Those were the two things that were like, you know, as soon as I went to that last, last court case and I just seen mum and dad crying, I was like, no, nah, I need to wake the fuck up and change my life. And yeah. yeah, I changed it then. And as the years have progressed, I'm trying to now help people through podcasts and, you know, saying that, yeah, like we're all going to do drugs. Like we're all going to have a drink of alcohol, you know, majority of us, like at some point, but drugs aren't cool. Do you know what I mean? Like they're not like, you don't need to um, ruin your life with a substance. And the reason so many people are doing drugs is because they're trying to escape reality. And, you know, if you actually enjoy your now and you love yourself and you enjoy your life, you shouldn't need a drug to escape that. So mm. yeah, it's crazy. Mm. What do you, what's your thoughts around? Cause it's obviously a schedule one drug with like MD, Coke, mm. meth, all that sort of stuff. Do you think that's fair or do you like, What's your opinion on that? First of all, like, no, it's definitely not the same, but it's hard because then you, you can't tell people to, like, use it because, it, do you know what I mean? Like, it's like, it, it killed it killed me. Like, it mm. killed my life. Like, mm. it, it ruined my life for a point of time. So, yes and yes and no, but it's just, I don't get it because it's completely different. Like, if you go look at a, an ice addict or a crack addict, and then you go look at someone in the gym that's, you know, abusing steroids. Mm. They're, they're completely different. Do you know what I mean? Um, but then in saying that, like, it's it's still a drug. Do you know what I mean? So yeah. I think it just comes down to balance. Do you know what I mean? Like, if you actually generally want to use performance-enhancing drugs and you do it properly with, you know, blood work and seeing a doctor and you have the right coach... It can be done in a safe manner. But mm-hmm. what I'm trying to say is I didn't do that. Yeah. I just did it in the wrong manner. I just used everything. I didn't use anything to get my, my natural production back. Um, and I abused it. Like if I had have just maybe used a little bit, got off, used a little bit down the track, that's not too bad. But it's more the fact of if you abuse anything, do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's like yeah. if you abuse food, like you're going to have a, a side effect. If you abuse water, you can have a side effect. Mm. It's literally anything, and I say this with all my clients now, it's just everything in balance. Yeah. Like, I'm not going to lie, I still go out and, you know, drink and do that every now and again, but I don't do it every weekend. You just need that balance. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So. Good, good moderation. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's the same as exercise. Like, yeah, if, if, you've, if you're going to go extreme and do two, two days sessions, seven days a week, I guarantee you're going to burn out soon. But if you, you know, you stick to your four days or five days a week, you focus on your recovery, you get good sleep. It's just balance, bro. Mm. What percentage of people do you think are, that are taking, because it's anabolic, hey, that's yeah. like the, yeah. So what percentage of people do you think are actually taking it properly, like doing that blood work and stuff versus people mm. that are just like, let's get big? <laughs> Man, to be honest, I think it's slowly starting to shift yep. just because there's, people like myself talking and there's so many like actual bodybuilders dropping dead mm. that people are like okay maybe i need to wake up because i don't want to be one of those flies that's dropping dead yeah but in saying that like man i reckon like one out of ten are actually doing the blood work taking the proper dosages getting off it you know not just staying on mm. there's so many young guys in the gym man that are just going down the same path as i am and that's basically why I'm trying to tell them like it's you got to wake up, you got to either do this right or just don't use it because you're going to suffer a lot of stuff that I went through. And that's basically why I'm speaking openly on podcasts. Because at that age as well, like you're just your testosterone levels mm. are so high. Like, is there actually any benefit to having it as an 18, 20 year old sort of thing? Or is it like, like obviously it's going to work yeah. because you're. Mm you're making your like for example your testosterone is double or triple the amount so clearly it's going to work in some way but no you don't need it because you're still producing producing so all you're doing is shutting down your natural production so it's just going to cause havoc later on in the future 
with a main thing that I actually suffered, which was libido issues. Mm -hmm. So when I actually stopped fully, I couldn't get an erection for one, one to two years. Yeah, right. Like straight up. And there's nothing I could, like I could if I, you know, maybe popped a Cialis and, but I physically like, yeah, I just had no sex drive. Yeah. So if if you're listening and, you know, you're thinking you're king shit because you're, you're taking all this stuff and, you know, yeah, you look good and you're just going to stay on for years, well, that's probably going to be one side effect that you're going to you're gonna have and suffer the consequences later mm. on down the track. And I can tell you right now, if you go tell any 20-year-old, 20 to 30, that you can't get a boner for two years, I guarantee you probably get depressed, suicidal thoughts. You're not going to have any relationship. You're not going to mm. have a girlfriend. Like, that's a big thing, do you know mm. what I mean? And that can lead to a lot of mental issues, and list goes on do you know what i mean so did you have to deal with post cycle therapy was that like a to help you get through it all because obviously you said before the steroids helped because you're you're seeing results so you just kept going and obviously when you stop you'll start losing the results yeah. and that's how people lose motivation how'd you kind of get through that hump of i need to get back into the gym i need to kind of get back on track so do you mean after I stopped them yeah, completely? Yeah, after you stopped them completely, yeah. How did I keep training? Like, how did you just get yourself back on track instead of just being stuck in that mental state of... Oh, yeah, know. so basically I just changed the circle I was hanging around, um, which, you know, changed changed my life, to be honest. Mm. Um, you know, I say it a lot, you know, the people you hang around is it's probably who you are. So, and it's, it's true, but with the actual effects of like trying to feel good after taking enhancements for six years there's no there's no real um pretty way to say it it's just just gonna take time Mm. and it just took time i had to really you know i had to stay consistent in the gym i still go really really hard i had to be really really good with my diet i just had to accept the fact that i'm clearly never ever ever gonna be as big and as lean as when i was on and that's what you gotta understand you're never gonna be that because that's the reason you take them. Mm. So once I started to realize that and like set new goals of downsizing, like actually losing some size, um, focusing on different goals like running and um, stuff like that and enjoying the gym in a different way where I enjoy it more for the the mental clarity and the endorphins, not just, oh, how good can I look? That all of those contributing factors helped a lot. It's interesting Mm. to hear like i know acceptance is one of the first pillars of like addiction and or getting past addiction that sort of thing so that's pretty pretty cool to hear but yeah it's um it's really cool i guess hearing about the the connection between your brain and the libido and that sort of thing like it must just be throwing your system out of whack by so much yeah i was at one point i was on um my my I was nearly on dialysis for kidneys. Wow. My liver was fucked. I was on heart medication, seeing a cardiomyopathy. Um, then I actually went into hospital and got anorexic. So much stuff I don't even talk about. And then, yeah, then I suffered the libido issues. And then because I couldn't get, you know, an erection, I my mind just went weird and I started to get depressed. And then, you know, I attempted suicide three times. I didn't die. So that's another reason why I think I'm meant to be on this earth um yeah man like i don't i don't recommend recommend what i went through to anyone you know what i mean but if i can maybe you know talk about this and someone reaches out and they're like like you know i just listened to this and i was thinking of doing you know a cycle and now i don't think i'm going to Mm. that's that's a huge plus for me do you know what i mean um, and I'm not going to lie, like I've still, I still coach people that are on enhancements, like the compete and stuff, but it's done completely different in a safe manner. Um, and there's only like that 1% of the population that should actually be using it. You know, if you have potential and you want to actually go pro, I'm all for that. But I'm talking more for the people like myself that were just doing it to impress a lady or walk down the beach and you're, you're using stuff that a pro bodybuilder would use. It's not. Mm. It's not needed. Do you know what I mean? There's no. Ne- there's no need for it. All it's going to do is harm you. Mm. So. Mm. Did you find at the time when you were going through those things that you knew it was caused by the steroids or like the the lack of like get, once you got off them or was it like took you time to realize that that was the trigger? 
so that the steroids in, in regards to the depression in regards to the libido in regards yeah to yeah levels. i knew once i was off yeah i was but it's just i wasn't thinking while i was on and mm. then do you know what i mean i thought i was invincible that's how mm. i thought so i thought like yeah i just didn't think like i was popping oral tablets and i was wasn't even thinking because now i'm a lot smarter and i think more in depth i wasn't even thinking this is bypassing my liver and mm. all of that i was literally just just eating it like it's, fucking yeah, candy it was really interesting to hear because <laughs> i didn't realize it could be consumed orally like i just always yeah. thought seeing movies and that sort of thing like with the needle and, yeah. and i guess that's a massive connotation from just uh the general public is like it because you've got to utilize a needle and stuff for the yeah. most part but then yeah well hearing. this is it's so much more in depth like we could chat for hours and this yeah. is why i want to try get a bit more out there you know what i mean is mm. Um, yeah, the reason people do the orals is because, first of all, they, they hit your system straight away. Mm-hmm. So it's like other drugs. Like if you take an MDMA pill, it's going to hit you in 30 minutes. So it's similar to orals. And then a lot of people use the orals because they're obviously scared of needles and they don't want to inject. So mm-hmm. there is different ways around it. And usually you'll find girls only use tablets mm-hmm. majority of the time. And then the guys usually use the oils. But the tablets have so much more side effects because they're literally just bypassed your liver every time you take them. So yeah, it's, it's, it's a, it's a different world, but nobody's speaking about it. So we need to get some, you know, some input yeah. there to, well, it's good. Good. You're leading from yeah. the front with it, which is yeah. cool. Uh, outside the, the, I guess the negative effects physically, you mentioned before it was obviously very testing for your family lost a relationship over it do you want to talk on the emotional part of it yeah so it was just how i was when you take a drug it, it changes your chemical reaction any drug like if, if you go get drunk tonight i guarantee you you would be speaking to me different differently than now do you know what i mean mm-hmm. and i think because i was taking so many substances i was just different in the head like you know what i mean i just wasn't mm. the person i am now and so i was treating my family like shit you know i had absolutely no respect for mum and dad um because i just thought i was i thought i was king shit i thought i was the best you know what i mean um so i'm just gonna grab his phone yeah that's all good yeah. what happened oh i think mine's playing up i'll chuck yours on that's all good keep going <laughs> oh wait till it did you save, is it save the first one? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that first one's on, that's all good. I just have to switch out. Right anyway, back on. <laughs> yeah, no, I just thought I was like too cool for everyone. Just thought yep. I was like the king. Because there's, mm. is there aggression that comes with it and that sort of thing? Or is that just dependent on the person and, and that sort of thing? Yeah, that's a good question. So I kind of, I kind of treat it like this. If you're an aggressive person before you use enhancements, you're going to be double as, as aggressive when you're on it. Yeah. But if you're, um, I've got mates that like they're mellow as, you know, they're so chilled and then they use it, they're still chilled. Mm-hmm. So it's who you are as a person. You know, when you see like, you got a friend that's a drunk and he, he always wants to get in a fight, but that's because he wants to get in a fight without being drunk. Mm-hmm. And it's just depends who you are, but it's just going to kind of amplify that. Amplify yeah. it. That's what it does. Yeah. So yeah, I was a bit aggressive, but, not nothing you know extreme yeah how easy is it to get like do you reckon it's just easy for people to go into a gym and just source it oh bro see this is the worst thing like I that's can, probably the starter of it like if it's, it's so easy to get oh bro i i literally was just training with i remember when I, I stepped foot in the gym i was just training with my mates and um yeah they were obviously bigger and stronger and i was just like oh i want what you're on and you know within a day flick him some cash and i'm on mm. like it's it's or i even remember some of them coming up to me like do you want this do you want that like it's it's so accessible and easy it's not even funny so i think that's another reason why it's maybe being abused so much by the population is because it's not like it's hard to get it's not really expensive and it's like you know what i mean like i put it like this like a, a i'm just gonna go into context like a vial of testosterone which is going to last a, a beginner like 10 weeks and get you good, good results is the same price as a tub of protein powder. Wow. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And then that's it. So then you start to play in your head. The protein powder is not even going to do anything. You yeah. know what I mean? Like 
as you know, we just we can eat our protein. But then it's like, okay, well, I'm going to buy a tub of protein or I can buy a vial of testosterone. like, And then that's what plays in your head and they, people are just going automatically to the vial. Do you mm. know what I mean? Mm. So it's it's bad, man, but what can you do? Yeah. Do you think, or like, or have you found, do you retain anything from it or once you get off it, that's, do you almost rubber band and retract? You do retain somewhat of it if you're consistent with your training and your diet after not using it. Mm. So I've retained a bit, but man, I still, I still train hard. I still mm. eat good. Mm. But like if I, for example, went from um, the gym addict on gear and then I got into, you know, like I, I didn't exercise. Like I just literally, I was just a normal person. I maybe went for a walk once a day. I would look like a normal, like I would lose everything. So it's kind of like you have to retain what you're doing, but you're still not going to be as big or as lean. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So, yeah. So if you're if you if you you're training and you're, you're on it and then you, you lose motivation, you just get off and you think you're going to still be big, like it's nonsense. You're going to lose everything. Mm. so it doesn't really hold anything forever yeah what what mm. would happen if you were to t- increase it like your testosterone and then not be training yeah like so if someone can if if someone continued their cycle but then slackened off at the gym or whatever the like process that they were doing that's a good question because a lot of people do this they they use steroids for to take away the hard work mm. but it doesn't do you know what i mean that's what they do they go oh, inject a bit of this or if i take this fat do you know what i mean i'm (laughs) I'm just but then i you know i kind of eat shit on my diet because that's i'm going to get away with it it's it's complete opposite like if you're going to sit there and inject synthetic hormones and then not exercise or do the work you're actually probably going to look worse because what it does is it starts to affect your your estrogen and all of that which makes you hold water weight and you might get a little bit of acne. So if you're going to sit there and think that I'm just going to inject this and not really do much and, you know, eat eat average, you're going to look average. So, mm-hmm. you know, that's another thing like for actual bodybuilders. If, if you do see them and, you know, you hear that typical thing, oh, he's just on that or it's like, no, like they're actually working hard. Yeah, you know what mm-hmm. I mean? They're, they're putting in a lot of work even though they are on enhancements. Do you think it's like a silver lining where it's, kind of encouraging people to actually work hard like because they're seeing the results yeah it's it's kind of like a catch-22 it's a it's a hard one do you know what i mean so yeah to play devil's advocate like if someone was listening to this and they still wanted to do it how would you advise them to go about it that's a too in-depth question because i need to know how old they are what what their goals are, you know what I mean? What they actually look like. Mm. But the, the most simple thing is um, just only use testosterone. So that's that's a, the, the male hormone. So we can actually go on uh, testosterone replacement through a doctor, mm-hmm. you know. I think my dad's on it, you know what I mean? So there's nothing wrong with that. So if, if there was... If your levels were actually low, and it's it, there's many people's levels that are they're, they're low, then the best thing to do is just go see a doctor, um, you know, get on a, a TRT dose, um, which is like bringing your levels to normal. Mm. Um, and then that that's really the only hormone that you actually need in your body. It's when you start adding in all the other things that it becomes like a, a concoction and like a chemical reaction. So, mm. yeah. But it's, it's, too, it's too hard to give advice, you know <laughs> what I mean? Yeah. yeah, yeah, you need all those specific What variables. I would say is if you're sitting there and you're, you're thinking in your head, oh, should I do it, should I not? Go see a doctor first, get your blood work done, see where everything's at first. So mm-hmm. if, you're, if your testosterone is baseline or it's actually high, why would you go inject testosterone? You don't need it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, and then go invest in a proper coach. Like you need to, if you are going to go down that route, you need to have someone very experienced that's going to take you down the right path and guide you to do it, but do it safely. So, yeah, they're the two things that you, you should be definitely doing. Mm. Yeah. Um, speaking about coaching, your online coach, yeah. um, do you want to explain, I guess, what you do? Because you've got a mixture of fitness and mindfulness. Yeah. Is that right? Yeah. So, I'm just, yeah, just your online coach where I just do, you know, you come to me and you want to change your shape and 
I'll do a diet plan and a training plan um, and all of that. But then I, I do like a, if you come to me, we also do a weekly phone call and it, it started out more just diet and nutrition, but now I'm dipping more into like mindset and lifestyle. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's still the, it's still the, the diet and nutrition, but it's like, I love helping people like believe in themselves, um, tap into their mindset. Um, because if you've got a strong mindset, you can achieve anything. Do you know what I mean? When you believe in yourself and you're you're confident and you're you're setting goals and all of that, you could do anything you want in life. And without that, I don't care what meal plan you're eating or what training plan you've got. If you're waking up unmotivated, you don't even believe in yourself, all of that, nothing, nothing's going to work. Do you know mm-hmm. what I mean? So it all starts up here. And that's what I say to everyone is fitness or business related do you know what i mean if this is weak and it's just all over the place and you know you're depressed or yeah you just don't have any ambition or drive or goals then that's the thing that you need to fix do you know what i mean so there's a bit of accountability for them as well to like touch base and kind of see if they've implemented those things throughout the previous week so i have many clients that come to me that um they actually know how to eat good. They know how to train, but they don't, they want that accountability. So they, you know, even myself, like I, I know everything to do, but like some days you just like, if you don't have to check in with someone or you don't have someone there checking in on you, it's like, you just fall off the bandwagon. Mm. Do you know what I mean? But for example, if you knew that you had to send me check-in photos Monday morning and we were jumping on a call to see how you went through the week, I guarantee you'd probably be watching what you do on the weekend, but when you're just a normal person, you have no one to check into, it's like, well, I can just get away with a bit of that. Like, I don't I don't have a goal, do you know what I mean? So that accountability is, it's crazy. Like, that's, that's why a lot of people have a coach, do you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Yeah. I think having your goals out there to other people really keeps you accountable. Yeah. Like, um... I'm not sure if you know about like Nick Bear. Yeah, yeah. Like I've been following him lately. He's he's yeah. killing his goals, but his yeah. goals he puts on his social media. Yeah, he's like, I'm, yeah. I'm going like to run he's... a sub three <laughs> marathon. Yeah. Like, so it kind of keeps him accountable. So people yeah. are like, oh, where's he up to on it? Rather than yeah. him just keeping it in his head. That's he's yeah. Big at the moment as well. He is. Yeah, he's, he's doing that unit. hybrid build. Hey. Yeah. 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 It's good. Yeah. See, that's more the route that I'm going down now too. Like it's like the it's, hybrid build or the or just more like running like yep. like still want to be fit but more like healthy mm. longevity um i think that's what you'll slowly start to see the population shift to is like yeah we all want to look good but it's not about being the biggest we 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 want to be nourished we want to be healthy um we want to be agile in many ways and it's i think it's slowly starting to shift like that so people like him that are putting out that type of content um, it is amazing, you know what I mean? So I think the umbrella of health as well is pretty cool because like, it's always pretty much looked at. You see someone like you, yourself who is just jacked and yeah. they're like, oh, yeah, he's healthy. But then hearing nah. from you firsthand, you're like talking about your internal health and your yeah. your like um, mental and emotional health and that sort of thing as well is pretty cool. Like Bodybuilders are probably the most unhealthy people on the population do you know what i mean but it's crazy because then what was playing through my head was like because they eat so well and they're training so hard and they're doing cardio and everything you know what i mean they're doing everything that looks the best they can Mm -hmm. they go oh so if i'm just injecting this synthetic hormone i'm still healthy do you know what i mean because in the health and fitness industry so it kind of plays with your head because you think you're healthy but you're not actually seeing internally what's happening. Do you know mm. what I mean? Mm. So, but no, it's it's not healthy. Even um, Ronnie Coleman, like he's, mm. I'm pretty sure he's in a wheelchair. He's like yeah. all time one of the, the one mm. of the greats. And like the length that he's gone to, I don't know if the steroids had affected him in regards to that, but just the sheer weight that he was lifting yeah, and stuff, was, and that that mindset of it was eighty percent the weight, and obviously the you know you, you look at him now, he still trains. He's mm. got absolutely no size. Mm. That's a splitting image of you can't keep your size off it. He was one of the biggest in the world. Mm. So, and then that's another thing. Like that's where we come back to longevity. Like it's like me myself when I train now, completely different how I used to. It was all ego lifting before. It was who, who who's watching? How much can I lift? And 
I'm not going to lie. Like, I used to wake up so beat up. You know, joints were always sore. And it's like, I don't care what weight I lift now. Like, it's about getting a pump, feeling the endorphins, mm. chasing that, you know, that endorphin and adding in a bit of running. And I think that's what people starting to realize is it's more about, everything's about longevity. Because mm. in the, the day, if we can live an extra 10, 20 years, I guarantee anyone would take that on if you, if you gave them the opportunity. Yeah, it's worth more than just being hundred and looking mm. good. Yeah. And at the end of the day, you know, you're going to grow up anyway. Yeah. You're going to probably want to have a family. You're going to probably want to get married, etc. That's not the lifestyle, you know, 90% will want to be living when they're older. So mm. you got to think more in the long run. And that's what I've started to think more down the track, not just, oh, what do I look like today? It's more like, how will this affect me in 10, 20 years time? Because mm. so. how old are you now? 27 yeah yeah. Wow. yeah so it's it's a massive contrast in the last six or so years for yourself yeah. then and and in a still a formative time like we're um, both 24 now and it's it's interesting when they like people will say that your brain's not fully formed till you're 25 anyway so yeah it's it's cool to be i guess having that self-reflection now and to yeah. have so much time ahead of you yeah no it's it's Man, the world's your oyster. I say, like, I'm I'm so excited now. Like, I'm excited to wake up. I'm excited to see what I can achieve and I'm excited to see how many lives I can impact. And, um, like, life's a gift, you know what I mean? And also life is short, so make the most of it. And, yeah, there's just so much more to life than just, oh, how good do I look? Mm. And that, that's what I've come to realise. It's more how you treat people, so... Now, another avenue or another pie that you have your fingers in is the podcast of yours. It's I and yeah. E podcast. So I was going through some of the guests you've had. pretty amazing. Hey, like Danny Green, Zarafa, Pauline Hanson. Like, that's yeah. crazy. Like, where did that start? Because for us, the podcast was always to spend more time hanging out with a mate. And um, you do have a co-host sometimes, yeah. that sort of thing. Yeah. So where'd that kick off? The podcast? Yeah. Yeah. Um, Man, I've always been into podcasts, listening to them. Um, and then I think once I, I, f- I think I've always wanted to help people too. So I've helped people with my coaching, etc. And then I think it really started when I was, I was over getting judged for who I am. Um, people perceiving me for the wrong way. Do you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Just based off my image. Mm-hmm. And I was like... Because everything was through social media. I was built, my platform was going good. But all people would see was just the the image and they were judging me in the wrong way. And I was like, fucking over this. Like, I want to speak openly. Do you know what I mean? Like, I want to start to help people. I want people to hear the real Jackson Tippett. And yeah, we just one day I was just like, fuck it, I'm just going to start a podcast. And yeah, didn't know what I was doing at the start. The first, like, 20 episodes were rubbish um (laughs) i couldn't even speak without like having a notepad like it was crazy and then i was like yeah some people starting to listen to it and i was getting good feedback and i was like this is this is cool like and it's just one thing led to another and then I, i started to actually take it serious and i was contacting like lots of big guests and 90 percent were like yeah we'll jump on and i was like you know i don't know if it was because of my platform or because of the way I approach people. Mm. Um, but yeah, just started to approach big names and then I was just like, who can't I get on? Like everyone was just saying yes. So I just kept going higher and higher and yeah, that's that's it. <laughs> Have you got any dream guests? Um, I think a dream guest is always Joe Rogan. Um, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, whether that's achievable or not. Um, man, there's heaps of people. I love Mike Tyson on. Mm. Uh, like he's he's... He's a real idol to me, whether you like him or not. Mm. Um, yeah, Mike Tyson, The Rock, you know, that would be the, my, my yeah. three that would be really cool to chat to. All very inspiring people. Yeah, yeah that's all different, cool. you know what I mean? Um, but yeah, yeah, that's what podcasts are. It's just about inspiring stories, different stories, you know what I mean? That's yeah. what it's about. Yeah. No, I think it's it's been fantastic. Like, this is episode 30 for us, so very, very early days still, but like yeah. the... I guess the networking and the personal growth that I've gained from it so far has just been amazing. I've, I've met some awesome people yeah. and, and just to, yeah, just to learn from it. And like I've said from the start that if this 
was to not even be recorded. It's just a nice way, essentially, to get someone over. Hundred percent. Like and ask I questions. didn't know you from Vara Soap. Yep. Didn't know you, mm. but after this, even after this hour, we're a lot closer. You know what I mean? It's like we might catch up outside of this, mm. and I feel the same, man. Like ever since I've done the podcast, pretty much every person I've connected with is is now a good friend, and that's led to someone else that I know and. It's it's like a I call it a ripple effect. Like it's like you know we release this podcast and then we put up some clips and my audience maybe goes and listens to a few of your episodes and then mm-hmm. your audience goes and listens to mine and it's just like we just want to support each other and just spread the message to the world. Do you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Mm-hmm. So it's cool. I love the podcast world. Just opens so many opportunities. Oh, hundred percent. Like, we've obviously yeah, met so many people through it. Yeah, but all different. All different, yeah, all like, different. occupations or, yeah. and you just, you never know what something might interest you lay down the track where you're like, oh, that, that job sounds pretty cool. Yeah. Like, we've also had, um, I guess being early days, we've, we've had a lot of friends on throughout as well. And it's been fantastic. They've yeah. been some of my favorite episodes because essentially it's just sitting down for an hour with your mate. And yeah. typically we'll have a bit of dinner either before or after. And I would have loved to have done out. that. Like yeah. I, I've never done that actually on a, well, yet, fortunately, so. Amy, best wife in the world, a great <laughs> cook as well. Yeah. So she she's um awesome for that. We might noise. have to do a two point oh one. Yeah, yeah we'll have to. <laughs> sure. But that that'd be cool. You know what I mean? I like that. Just a relaxed type of hmm. um yeah, just, just chill. Have you found any challenges with? Because we've we've never done one yet that hasn't been in person. And obviously, building that connection face to face is always great. But like, I, I am interested maybe to extend our range of um, guests to, yep. to do something. Have you used like Riverside or Skype? Yeah, or- yeah. so I did, um, I actually did majority <laughs> of my, my episodes on the IME through um, Anchor. Okay. Mm-hmm. So yep. Anchor's similar to Riverside. Yeah. And um, yeah, um, to be honest, man, I'm not doing one podcast. It's not face-to-face anymore. Yeah. One, you don't get that connection. Like I don't, if I was at home right now, I can't even, you know what I mean? It's not that mm. connection of mm. you two. But secondly, the most importantly, is so much more exposure when we do this. So ever since I started to leak the actual video content of me speaking, people like, they resonate a lot harder. Mm. So it's, I'll never, like I've had some big people even in like US and UK, do you want to jump on? I'm like, nah, it's wait till we're face to face. It just, it's way better. So. Well, fortunately mm. being relatively close to each other, this was able to happen as yeah. well, which is great and yeah we're super thankful for yeah i if uh, my tip to you i just wouldn't do the audios if you've just been doing all face to face Mm -hmm. um if it's someone that's like you really want on that's in like sydney or melbourne the time will come and just i just think keep it all face to face now yeah Yeah. so going forward for yourself do you plan on going to meet people or that you want them to um try to come to you are you working out of a studio for it or um, yeah, so that's actually, I'm literally in the works of that now. I've got to actually do a lunch with someone on Thursday that I yep. might revamp and be doing it in his studio in Burley. Mm-hmm. Um, so I actually haven't done an episode on mine for a while besides Cooper because yep. we did that at his house. Um, so yeah, I'm kind of tossing up, but I'm just loving going on other people's. Like I've been on probably a hundred other people's in the last three weeks. Mm. Like I've literally been like, no, sorry, not three, four weeks. Like I, been or even pumped. today, you're saying it yeah, probably like two, two to three, just today. Just been pumping them, yeah. hey, and like I'm just, I'm loving it. But I will bring mine back on and get guests on mine. But I need to find the right location and do it properly. You know what I mean? Mm. I think, like you're saying earlier, with keeping consistent habits, that's been having the the change of location for us obviously just from bedroom to (laughs) to living rooms um even been a a little spanner in the works but just trying to make it yeah having something that's set up ready to go is awesome um but like we were talking earlier just to create that content by having those cameras set up and switching between when someone's talking is definitely a goal of yeah see these are just little it's like anything you just slowly set a high goal um, in life and that's kind of, you should treat your podcasts like your job or your business. And it's like, you know, maybe in six months time we'll we'll get a little studio or we'll go to the couch and we'll have some nice pictures behind us and we'll have some desks set up and the guests can have a water and mm. then we'll have like three cameras and do you know what I mean? But you got to do it in phases. You know what I mean? It's like having big guests on. You, 
you don't just have the biggest guest on the first episode. Like you have to get a little bit more heard and then, you know, maybe they contact you. So I think just keep setting goals and try get it as big and as powerful as possible. Yeah. It's awesome. So um, what's next in life? Got anything in the works? Man, heaps in the works. Um, nothing I really want to spill, like just business related. Mm. Like I just always setting goals, but I, yeah, just, just keep working, keep putting out information on podcasts, keep coaching my people, keep modeling, running fitness retreats, um, just see how many people I can impact and help in this world mm-hmm. is probably my main goal. And um, yeah, motivational speaking is another one. Like I want to translate the podcast, but be on stage at events and, you know, worldwide. And that's probably the end goal is, you know, in, in two, three years time, be flying around the world basically saying this teaching people um to believe in themselves their mindset um helping people with drug addiction Mm -hmm. um, speaking in schools more that that's kind of like my end goal just with with that age bracket yeah not really like if i can help someone um that yeah that's that's basically the goal bro yeah 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 that's neat like it but when you're when you're building your brand and obviously social media and all that play a part of it are you often trying to work in with other companies like obviously with merchandise and that sort of thing or is it something that's popping up and you'll kind of decide which avenue you're going to go with what do you mean by that uh so if you're getting presented with multiple companies for say shirts or whatever clothing um are you deciding between those and on what works best for your own brand or are you kind of filling a position that they're looking for i'm a bit confused with what you mean so just just in regards do i work to, with everyone or yeah yeah just like in regards to if someone approaches you yeah. do you look at that as building your own brand or is it like being able to utilize them to sort of further it if you know what i mean no i'm lost <laughs> i i work with pretty much any, any brand okay. i don't have my own brand i don't have a clothing brand right so i'm yeah. not sure what you mean yeah i'm bit <laughs> so so if you were to be in a situation where someone's approached you are you looking for um sort of a sponsorship and that sort of in regards to that or they'll approach you and say hey do you want to work with us and do a photo shoot <laughs> it's all right you might have to i'm this. probably not communicating <laughs> best but that, that's a good so Just, do, what, do i do i work with brands for free or? no no so um, like if someone approaches you with their brand, yep. are you deciding on whether you'll take that or not? Or do you just see all brands as a, an avenue to build your own? Um, oh yeah, yeah, I get you now. So um, I've always said this, I pretty much say yes to 99%. Because yep. at the end of the day, if they're paying, um, I don't care if you, you have 100 followers or if you have you know a blue tick, I still... I'm doing the same job with you. I still want to help your brand grow. And it's actually probably the opposite. I actually work with a lot of small brands because I love seeing them kind of get sales and grow out of what I've impacted. Mm -hmm. And it's when you actually work with the bigger ones that it's kind of more like you don't have that connection. Like it's more just like they might just send you an email and send you some clothes out and then you never hear from again. But when you're working with little small brands, like even locally, like on Gold Coast, I go meet the owners, shake their hand and they're like, oh my God, so grateful for the content. So mm. I pretty much say, like obviously it has to be paid, like content. Yeah. But if they're, if they're happy to pay for my services, yeah, I would work with any brand. Like, And I like helping out because I've got a lot of mates that are bringing out clothing brands and that. And they're the ones that I really like helping because like, I just want to see my mates succeed. So... Yeah, pretty much anyone, yeah. Hmm. Yeah, cool. I just don't see another thing like that comes into ego in my in my perspective. If I'm saying no to everyone just because they're a small brand or they haven't, you know, succeeded yet, it's like I just I'm not too good for that person. Do you know what I mean? Like there's no reason like if you even bought out a shirt tomorrow, there's why would I say no? Like I, I'm not too good for that. Like I would rather be a part of that and help it. Mm. so yeah yeah it's kind of on the point that you and uh, Cooper were talking about how like being happy to watch someone else succeed and bring other people up as well it's fuck bro I was on a live last night it's fucking crazy like there's so many people that just hate seeing people succeed and it's like why Mm -hmm. like 
why? Like, why? I just, it, it blows my mind. Like, I do get to an extent why they do. It's like they see it as competition, for example. You know what I mean? Like, but I see it as the opposite. Like, you know, if I, if I looked at it in the competition way, I'd be like, well, why the fuck am I going on your podcast? Because mm. all it's going to do is increase your analytics. Mm. And, but I see it the opposite. I'm like, if I jump on theirs, I might help some people in their audience. I want to see their podcast grow because I don't care if your podcast reaches here or here. Like, how does that affect me? Do you know what I mean? Mm. And it's the same as complimenting people and um, that. Like, if you go compliment someone or, you know, as opposed to not compliment compliment them and be negative, all it's going to do is create a positive reaction or feedback. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So you go compliment someone, it's like, unless, you know, there, there's something really wrong with them, like you go say, you know, I hope you had a beautiful day, like you're looking good. N- nine times out of 10, that person is going to come back with a positive reaction. Mm-hmm. But if I hate on you and go, you know, oh, why is your podcast doing this? And it's like, what's the need for it? All it's causing is negativity. There's mm. absolutely no need for negativity or hate or competition in life mm. at all. Do you like think that. as well, maybe like when someone gets frustrated or, or doesn't like someone else achieving it, it highlights insecurities for themselves? Like 100%. I say it all the time. Like I, I still get haters and um, I say this a lot. You'll never see anyone above you hate on you. Ever. Mm. So you, for example, like, would Joe Rogan reach down and hate on your podcast? <laughs> no, because he's too busy. He's too successful. He's too focused on goals. Mm. But if someone does hate on you, it's someone below you. And why are they hating? Because they're hating that you're becoming successful. They're hating seeing what you're changing into. And they also usually hate their own life. So then they take it out on someone else. Mm. So it's on them. It's not on you. And I always say that. Has that been something that's come naturally to you to respond in a positive manner yeah. to people like that? Or is it like, because obviously having just the sheer input of 160 yeah. odd thousand people on social media, like you're bound to get some, some people that have negative thoughts and stuff. Yeah. So I actually, I learned this off. Do you know the technician Trav? No. No. Oh, he's all brain. You should have him on your podcast. I learned a lot of him. But I actually, if I have a hater now, I actually wish them well. I, 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 I'm, sometimes I don't reply. It depends on what it is. But um, I actually did a TikTok. I don't know if you've seen that where I was responding to a question. Oh, I, I don't have TikTok, but yeah. Yeah. I, I've gotten rid of it. You have to look at <laughs> it. I'll have to get angry. <laughs> so, um, so what, this yeah, what guy, was I put up a, um, I can't even remember. I put up a TikTok and it was of my body. Mm-hmm. And then someone in the comments said, um, you're... Um, how does it go? Like you're, you're a goose, man. Um, I used to sell drugs to you. You've got you know you've got the, a brain the size of a peanut or something, and I literally because you can respond doing an actual like me speaking, yeah. But with the little question up there, I got on. I was like, hey, bro, yeah, I did used to be a goose. It's funny how people change in life. Now I'm starting to help people not go down the path I did and not use drugs. Have a beautiful day, and bro, it blew up. Yeah. Because mm. people, he, he, there's nothing he can do. Like yeah. I've just, I've moved my life on. I'm now helping people. What's the point of bringing up the past? You know what I mean? So just a tip like that, you know what I mean? Is just, and that's what haters hate. They want you to Engage fight against and, yeah. them so they can keep going. And if you just, you know, if you have a hater say like, is like they might leave a comment on your post. Best thing to do is just say, um, just leave a brain hand mm. Just, and never talk to him again. Mm. You've done nothing wrong. You've done your part. Move on. You're doing nothing wrong. So, yeah, I'm not affected yeah. by haters at all. It's funny how people couldn't even just take the time out of their day just oh. to comment that. Like, <laughs> right. It's like you could easily just watch it, scroll past. But that's but, the thing. They're, there's something going on in their life that they're yeah. not happy with and it's, it's on them. I always say that. It's not on you. Mm. So... If someone takes the time to do that, like they're just, they're pathetic, man. Do you know what I mean? There's no need for it. Hmm. What's your thoughts with like, obviously the effect of technology on sleep and all that sort of stuff, but the just social media and how it's kind of, I guess, positioning people these days, because to some degree or to a large degree, you do rely on it. How do you feel about that? Because I'm always so 
conscious these days of how much I am using my phone, yeah. like you were saying earlier. And like, do you do you struggle knowing that like that's kind of where um, I guess your success is being built from, or it's just a tool that you need for business? Like, if social media went down, I wouldn't have worked. You mean? No, not so much that. More just like the the effect that it has on you. Yeah, it's it can be very toxic. Um, social media is very toxic because, but it's also, I think you just need to use it sparingly. Do you know what I mean? Like, I think you need to have breaks, whether it's your business or it's not. Like, you shouldn't be on social media twenty four seven. Like, you need to disconnect and face reality. Do you know what I mean? And just be in in the now like you know what i mean and that's what i've started to do lately is like just some days like on a sunday just just literally leave my phone at home and go for like a nature walk but that's that's living do you know what i mean and i'm not saying i'm not because i'm on my phone 98 percent of the time that i'm not living i am it's my work and it's business but you need to have time where it's like you're not just looking at this person that's put a hundred filters on their thing and you know putting up something that they don't even have or believe in and you just need to go out and actually just just live life like Mm. meditate go for a walk do something you enjoy not look at your phone and be you know um obsessed with technology because it's crazy technology is taking over the world you know what i mean like my parents are on social media and it's like everyone you you go you go look at anyone man and they just they're on their phone like it's crazy Mm. you need to have that same comes back to the same thing balance i think it's just balance you shouldn't be on it 24 7 but it's okay to be on it just use it sparingly Mm. awesome well try to stay conscious of your time because we just ticked over an hour um so we do have those last two little questions that we ask all of our guests uh first of which being do you recall a favorite failure that's benefited you in the long run um yeah that's a good one um Failures, favorite failure. Um, man, that's on the spot. Well, I'd say the failure was me doing steroids and doing all of that and almost going to jail. And what was the question again? Do you, uh, do you have a favorite failure that's just benefited you in the long run? Yeah, so I, I think if I didn't use steroids and I didn't actually have all those health related issues and I didn't nearly go to jail, then I wouldn't be the person I am today because. For example, if I didn't have a wake-up call that, you know, I might have been on dialysis if I kept this up and mm. um, all of that type of stuff, I was ruining my family, I would have just stayed on it. Mm. Do you know what I mean? So yeah. I'd, be, I'd, yeah. be on it, I'd be on it right now if I didn't have all those effects. So I always say this in life, you have to hit a low to bounce back and hit a high. And I hit the lowest low to now rebound and go up. But you'll see a lot of drug addicts that they never really hit that bottom bottom low they don't change mm. they just stay forever so mm. i'm i'm blessed that i went through it i couldn't think of anything better the situation you know I mean? was bad enough to make that change yeah something. if yeah. it wasn't that bad i wouldn't have changed mm. cool yeah uh second question if you had a billboard that everyone could see what would it say oh man that's a good one <laughs> um Keep it short or long? Whatever you Whatever want. Whatever you want. Um, man, you could go long, but I would just keep it short, my favorite quote, and um, just dream dream it, believe it, and achieve it. Um, you know, have a dream in life. Um, everyone has a dream. Um, believe in yourself. Back yourself. Um, know that you can achieve this dream, and then go and achieve it. Be consistent. Daily habits. Put in the work. You're going to fail many times, but if you keep cracking, 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 and you have the right mindset, and the goal is, you know, achievable, you can really do whatever you want in life. And that's what I think people don't realize is that life is yours. Like, it's a gift. Like, if if you want to be a doctor, go be a doctor. If you want to, you know, do this, go do that. Like, go do what you truly want to do in life. I think too many people are working nine to five jobs and, they're not enjoying it and they're, you know, they're not enjoying life. Like they're not enjoying any part of life. And what's the point? Do you know what I mean? It's, you may as well be dead. Like you need to enjoy each and every day. And there's so many ways you can do that. But 
I just think you should be creative in your own mind and it's like life is exciting mm. like what can we do with it not rather like being a slave for someone and not doing what you enjoy from the day you're born to the day you die mm. yeah that's awesome yeah. one last question I was thinking about is in the industry of aesthetics and all that sort of stuff tattoos where do they play a part because obviously you, you're losing somewhat of your definition with your muscles and that sort of thing what what were your thoughts around that so with just physique related yeah just like being yeah, able yeah. to see so, the actual muscles behind yeah the yeah tattoo. i didn't even actually think of that when yeah. i was getting them done <laughs> um but tattoos obviously take away a lot of definition yeah um that's why you'll never see like a proper bodybuilder fully inked yeah like majority of them have no ink um but yeah it is what it is and i've got them now and um, as I said, that's not my goal anyway to try be as vascular or as lean as I can. So mm. it doesn't worry me. Like it's it's part of my part of my story and life. Like the tattoos, and it is what it is. You know what I mean? It doesn't mean that I'm a different person just because I've got a full body suit of ink. So mm. yeah, mm. yeah, awesome. No, we really appreciate you coming down, mate. I um, it's a pretty inspiring story. I think heaps of people are gonna gonna benefit and um yeah excited to see where you go from here yeah appreciate you too having me on um i'll definitely listen to a few of your ones now and um you know hopefully this helps someone or yeah. um mm. hopefully they just enjoy it and if you do enjoy it or you're my audience listening go give these two legends a follow and um give it a share if you enjoy it and um yeah can't wait to do another one soon appreciate it mate. yeah Thanks, dinner please. next time <laughs> <laughs> cheers mate